of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the senior pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Father, we give you praise and we give you honor for the privilege of fellowshiping together, howbeit virtually with one another, and of course with your spirit. We ask that today, your word will come forth with power and with precision. We ask that today, your word will bless your children. We ask that today there will be salvation of souls, there will be healing of bodies, there will be deliverances on Mount Zion. We ask that today, many, many people's joy will be restored and peace will be restored to many homes and lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I want to take my scripture from the Gospel according to St. Mark in chapter 4. You see, I started looking at this scripture last Thursday during the showers. And I just feel strongly to stress certain points from the scripture. Remember, any time we get into the Word of God is a time of meditation. Glory be to God in the highest. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day, when evening had come, he, that is Jesus, said to, him, said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And all the little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose. And the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still and the wind ceased hallelujah and there was a great calm but he said to them why are you so fearful how is it that you have no faith and they feared exceedingly and said to one another who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Hallelujah. Let me start from there. Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Ladies and gentlemen, the wind and the sea still obey him today. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, all things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. So logic simply expects that whatever is made will always obey his maker. 
He knows what to do to diffuse their strength. He knows what to do to sniff life out of them. He made them. The wind and the sea still obey him. Praise God. So now, the gist of the story is this. Jesus had been with them all through. And that day was particularly phenomenal. So evening had come. He, had now, he now said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Let us cross over to the other side. Can I declare right now in the name of Jesus, whatever is trying to stop you from getting to the other side, from getting to the destiny of your life, that thing will stop today in the name of Jesus. Or at least the courage will be born in you to challenge it in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So he said, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left, verse 36 says, they took him along with them. You know, every time I get to this place, I remember a song that I learned in primary two. Aha. Uh -huh. I was about seven years old. It says, take the name of Jesus with you, child of sorrow and of woe. It will joy and comfort bring you. Take it wherever you go. So I'm reminded of that song all the time. They took Jesus along with him. Remember at that time, he was here to tell them that, look, my name is with you. Do everything with my name because he was still with them. So they took him along with them. Now, Jesus said it. And they took him along as they started to obey that instruction. But in spite of the fact that they were the words of Jesus and that he was physically present there, there was a storm. Amazing. You know, someone says that Corona is a storm. Is a natural disaster affecting so many. But what we are saying is this it doesn't have to consume you, and it will not in the name of Jesus. Praise God. And the thing about storm is this they don't announce that they are coming. And we are even today, we have equipments and scientific methods of even detecting their, their approach. We are never adequately prepared for them. For example, hurricane. They will start to tell you almost a week before, or two weeks before, or three weeks before, it's coming, we are monitoring, we are monitoring, we are tracking, we are tracking. And yet, when it lands, man, it will still cause a lot of mayhem. So, even when we know, we are never adequately prepared. But God always sees us through. And God will see us through, in this case, too, in the name of Jesus. So, what I'm saying about storm is this. They come, anyway. And as they come, they will go, in the name of Jesus. So, there was a storm. But see, at this time, Jesus was asleep, the Bible says, on the deck. Now, those in charge, those he committed to, were experts, at least in the physical. Jesus was never a fisherman. They were experts fishermen. They were used to the sea. But this storm was a strange one. No sooner than he started, it started, the water started filling into the boat. So they started battling it to save life and to save the boat. But there came a time when they realized ha, that they could not handle it. At that time, the Bible says they approached Jesus. And by the time they got there, they found him asleep on a deck. Glory be to God. You talk of having a rest in a storm. You talk of 
being unperturbed. Wow. Only Jesus. Praise the Lord. So when they got to him, they woke him up. Then they said, and it is what they said that I'm taking as the core of our message this morning. They said, teacher, that's in verse 38. Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? That's it. Do you not care that we are perishing? Do you not care that we are perishing? Do you not care that we are perishing? And that, those were the words that woke Jesus up. But those were not the words that he gave to them before he went to sleep. How did he respond? He rebuked the wind. Speaking. <laughs> he spoke to the sea and calmed it down. Speaking. Then he spoke to the disciples, rebuking them. So put it this way. What we saw happening here was a battle of words. That's what I'm emphasizing today. What do you say when you are caught up in a situation? What do you say when you are badly disappointed? What do you say when someone betrays you? What do you say when it looks like all hopes are gone? Now, I want to put it to you quickly that at this point, they had lost hope. You will discover it as we go on. So they came to Jesus. Very good, they came to Jesus. And can I quickly say this? When you get to the end of your ability, please run to Jesus. And that's why if you don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to plead with you today. Please decide for him. The whole world now knows <laughs> that there's an intelligence behind the whole system. And I'm not just talking of physical intelligence. God is the creator. John 1, 1 says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. God was the word. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was nothing made. That was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. And this light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Verse 14 there about says, And this word manifested and will be held his glory, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus, the word of God, the creator, the sustainer of the system. So they ran to Jesus. But it was what they said that is the issue. So they said, Hey, don't you care that we are perishing? So Jesus responded by just rebuking, rebuking, and rebuking. Hallelujah. By speaking and speaking and speaking. Glory be to God in the highest. By the time he finished speaking, there was calmness. When they said, do you not care that we are perishing? Simply put, they assumed that they will die. And what I've come to realize is this. You only speak your conviction. At any time in a conversation, you speak from your conviction. That's why Jesus will say in Matthew chapter 12, it's only out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. So I wrote it down. 
I said, amazing. Our words reveal our conviction, provoke our action, which in turn define our life. So what I say is revealing what I'm thinking. And that will inform how I'm going to react. And whatever I'm doing will define my future. And that's where words are very, very important. In Proverbs chapter 18, I think in verse 7, the writer says, A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. So what am I saying? Stop speaking fear. What is happening is carry. But if you are going to come out of it, if I'm going to come out of it, following all the instructions as it were, it will take God. And how? What we say. We have to know that having done all we need to do, express instructions, government instructions, fine. We believe that God will see us through. Jesus uses words to save the day. Glory be to God in the highest. Proverbs 18, 21. It says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. It was Zig Ziglar that said something. He said, there is power in words. So what you say is what you get. Joyce Meyers said, words are container for power. Words are containers for power. So you now then have to choose the kind of power that you want it to carry. Destructive power or creative power. You see, when they said that, Jesus didn't immediately, hey, he didn't harmonize with them. He countered it straight away. He took the situation back to what he said. We are crossing over. So if anything will stop us, is the wind that is causing the sea to be troubled. So I rebuke the wind. And I speak calmness to the sea. And that's it. So we are crossing over. Can I say this to you quickly? You are going through this in the name of Jesus. I mean, you are coming out of it in Jesus' name. You and your household in the name of Jesus. But you see, you have a tool, your mouth. But you see, your mouth cannot speak except what you are convinced of in your heart. Joshua was saying to the children of Israel when they were surrounded and besieged, he said, believe in God and believe in his prophets. What I'm saying today is this, believe in the word of God. You are coming out in the name of Jesus. Not just Corona. Thank God for Corona. Corona cannot consume us. We will come through. Nigeria will come through. You will come through. Your house will come through. In the name of Jesus, say what you believe. So not just Corona. What are you going through? Sickness, some other kind of sickness, hypertension, diabetes, cancer, whatever. Are you being afflicted? I speak a breakthrough for you. I speak a deliverance to your situation in the name of Jesus. Hear me. He is the one that says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. Even unto the end of the ages. And remember in Isaiah chapter 43, which you quoted last time, it says, ah, when you walk through the waters, <laughs> I will be with you. Through the rivers, it will not drown you. When you walk through the fire, <laughs> it shall not burn you. 
nor shall this cut you. That's his word. Just like he said, let us cross over. So if we are going to see anything now, I'll say, fine. Fine. Corona is there. Corona is ravaging. Corona is, but then he says, he will never leave me. So I say, but I know whom I serve. He will never, never leave me. He is with me. Your words will save the day. You can use your words to save your family. Now, listen to me. I believe strongly, like I said on Thursday, there will be many that will not be infected by corona. And I believe that you'll be one of them in Jesus' name. And yet, there will be many that will be infected who should not be infected. Why? Because of fear. This is why I'm saying this. Ah, what did Jesus tell them? After coming to see, he said, to them, how come? I mean, why are you so fearful? Why are you so fearful? Then he followed with, where is your faith? How come you have no faith? Why are you so fearful? How come you have no faith? Which clearly declares that when you nurse fear, when you are in the grip of fear, faith is zero. And when you are flowing and when you are oscillating in faith, fear is totally vanquished. Now, look at this. Why would they even try to steady the boat? Why were they struggling, removing the water? They still had some rays, some traces of hope. They still had some belief that we can save the day. But it got to a time when they became overwhelmed. At that time, they didn't know what to do. Then they became convinced that they would perish. Thank God one person did not share that conviction. When all of them got to him, he, he spoke. Hallelujah. What I'm saying today is that start speaking. Start speaking life. Remember, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Start speaking life in spite of what is going on. Start speaking life over your family. See, somebody has said this. He said, your word is the power that you have to create. It is a gift of God. That was Don Miguel Ruiz that said that. Your word is that which you have to create. It is a gift of God. You can create a safe haven for your family. You can create a life preservation zone for your family by what you say. I remember many years ago, I was still doing this Discovery for Men on the radio. I will start with an anecdote to explain what I will be teaching. I remember when I was talking about fear. So I've gone back now to just speak it, and I'll read to you, just listen. <coughs> now, I don't know the source, but I thank God for whoever originated it. It says, and this is how it goes, the story was told of the trial of sickness, poverty, and death walking towards the city, just like Corona. <laughs> corona is, is running with death, economic depression, stealing, killing, and destroying, agent of the devil. Anyway, the story was told of the trial of sickness, poverty, and death, walking toward the city. Then a man stopped them and asked, what is your mission? To afflict a few people, they replied. Hmm. That's horrible, the man said. That's the way it is, they replied. Mm -hmm. When the door is open, we seize the opportunity. Oh. So they passed. That evening, the man met them coming back. You said you were only going to afflict a few people. But I heard that several thousands were killed. 
he challenged them. You are right. Several thousands were killed, they said. But we only afflicted and killed a few hundreds. Fear and worry killed the thousands. Wow. So you can agree with me that there are many who should not be afflicted. But because of fear. But today in the name of Jesus, I break that spirit of fear over your life in Jesus' name. You just do the needful and know that God is with you. You are coming through in the name of Jesus. I say you are coming through in the name of Jesus. What do you expect? That's what fear does. Paralyzes you. Stops your ability to fight back. It makes your mind dumb or numb. But you see, you are smarter than that. You are coming through in the name of Jesus. They go to the other side. Remember Psalm 91? They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The way we declare it in church is because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High, I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. It's time to start to personalize the word of God for your life and your situation. But if, I, if, you don't, if, you, if you don't take what I'm saying, look at verse 2. At least the writer wrote verses 1 and 2. He said, They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Then verse 2. Saying, then I will say. So it's not enough to know it. It's not enough to say, I believe it. You've got to believe it to say in it. You've got to declare it with your mouth. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And God has given you that power. You have it. Jesus cursed the fig tree. It dried up. He spoke and it dried off. So right now, in the name of Jesus, whatever is tormenting your life, whether it's corona or any other form of negatives, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I curse it in the name of Jesus. I speak your well-being in the name of Jesus. I speak your healing in the name of Jesus. I speak your victory in the name of Jesus. That's the way it works. That's the power that we have. Remember, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, and you don't have a doubt in your heart, but you believe that what you say will come to pass, you have it. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Say, as it is written, they believe, so they spoke. We believe too, and so we are speaking. You've got to speak the word. Hallelujah. Let fear take off. Let fear find its way out of your system. You are coming out in Jesus' name. So I speak freshness over your life. I speak wholeness over your life. I speak wholeness over your entire family in the name of Jesus. And as a matter of fact, for covenant children of God, all things work together for good. So hear me. The way you came in, into this corona period, is not the way you are going to come out. You are going to come out better in the name of Jesus. We'll find a stronger Christian, a more resolute Christian, a Christian, a more victorious Christian, a Christian who is more in charge of his life than before in the name of Jesus. I see you maturing better than when you came in in the name of Jesus. And I see the future glowing brighter for you in the name of Jesus. Remember in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness. The darkness cannot, I declare, the darkness, darkness will never be able to consume you in the name of Jesus. I'm getting excited now because we have the word of God. Thank God for Jesus. Remember, when you nurse fear, you, you chase fear faith away. 
but the just shall live by faith. I trust God and I trust you. I know you have testimonies already. Remember, beyond Corona, whatever other things you are grappling, you are grappling with or you are fighting or it's, it's, that's confronting you, you are, coming, you are winning, you are coming out. You are conquering in the name of Jesus. It's just a plain principle of the kingdom. I'm glad I'm here to share this with you. Please share your testimonies with me. We would love to hear it and to rejoice with you. It is well with you in Jesus' name. But sooner than we expect, this time will pass in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. God loves you. God really, really loves you. The Bible says, if you could give his only begotten son, what makes you think that he will not give anything to you? You are special in the hand of God. Peace in your home. I speak peace in Jesus' name. You are looking for a headway in your business. God will make a way for you in the name of Jesus. I speak open doors for you in Jesus' name. Remember, this period is temporary. It will pass in Jesus' name. It will not consume you. You will come out stronger and better in Jesus' name. Until next time, remain blessed. Keep the word of God in your mouth. God is with you. It is well with you and your household. In Jesus' name, amen. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. PO Box 698, Shomolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.